Previously, on the Sheeple Shepherd podcast. I'm not noticing, because I'm recording this on my cell phone, I'm not getting better 5G reception here. Mm. I have breaking news, almost 7.30 now, and we're experiencing what we think may be a side effect. What's going on, Ashley? My neck's a little stiff. Trying to coerce or persuade others to also get the vaccine. She's currently texting, as we can see here, uh, she's texting with a 13-year-old female. Okay, um, what, are you telling her to get the vaccine? How did it go in there? It was delightful. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Did it Did it hurt? No. What was your nurse's name? Ashley. Isn't that a conspiracy? Did you see Bill Gates? I don't think so, but there were a lot of masks on a lot of faces, so yeah, I might have missed them. How do you feel? Annoyed. Guys, is that a side effect? Warning. This episode contains shocking evidence of the side effects of vaccines for COVID-19. Listener discretion is advised. Before we go any further, we will have our esteemed panel of experts ask hard-hitting questions to Dr. Dr. Fauci. American immunologist and head of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Expert panel, please go ahead. How did Santa get the vaccine? And is it safe for him to go in the house? Will Santa still be able to visit me in coronavirus season? What if he can't go to anyone's house or near his reindeer? Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney, he can leave the presents, he can leave and you have nothing to worry about. Santa Claus is good to go. Does a little like you deal with all these people getting so excited they make a lot of noise? Yeah, they do. You need to be quiet out there. <laughs> no, it's, it's... I'm telling you, he's like one of my favorite uh, people on Facebook to watch while he's doing pandemic strumming. Maddie, good job, man. That's Um, fantastic. I can't wait to steal more of your music for uh, the intros to our podcast. It's the Bull Shepherd Radio Network podcast (laughs) with your hosts, Ryan Lindley and Ashley Lindley. Hello. I should just say Ryan and Ashley Lindley because we have the same last name now. We do, yeah. 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 That's one of those marriage things. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We got the government involved. Opener of the show is getting a little too long, in my uh, opinion. Like that opener was like three minutes long. I'm sure people are like bored as fuck. When it's a good time. <laughs> I was vibing. I'm enjoying it. And I think that's the whole point and the whole uh, thing with podcasts. It's whatever we decide we want to do. That's what we do. Yeah. And we're uh, <laughs> we're just promoting our friends and things that we enjoy, damn it. Yeah. And if you but- don't like them, well. You know. But as we said previously on the Sheeple Shepherd podcast, there was uh, some vaccination things. Anti-vax Ryan was following me around. Isn't he a peach, that oh, guy? That guy's a dick. 
<laughs> well, from what I understand, he followed you around again. Yeah. To find out if uh, anything happened because you got round two of your Pfizer vaccine this uh, week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. And here you are to live and tell the tale. Yeah, absolutely. Without any sort of mutations. I don't see a third tit. Oh, that'd be sweet. I was looking for it, though. Like, I was like, I don't even care if we have to, like, get custom bras made for you. If you had three tits, I'd be so happy. Shut up. <laughs> that's just weird. That's that's like an 80s thing, right? That's, that's what happens when you grow up in your era? Okay. What? Is that what happens when you grow up in your era? That was one of your fucked up movies. It was a total recall thing. Yeah, it was one of your fucked up movies. On the Schwarzenegger. Ryan and I are 10 years apart, so. um, (laughs) Three tits. Sometimes, you know, I know what he's thinking, but fuck, do I just wonder why? Tits. Yes, sir. Let's find out what happened in the field on your second round of vaccines. Ryan, in the field, tell us what happened, please. Thanks, Ryan. I'm on the ground here now. I'm outside of the house. I'm just about to come in. Hello? Hello? Oh, they have a dog. They have a dog. I bet you might... Did they Microsoft put this dog here? It's just Ashley. Ashley, anti-vax Ryan here from the Sheeple Shepherd podcast. I understand you had your second dose of your Pfizer vaccine. Oh, God. Yep. How how did it go? Great. Um, is there any sort of evidence that we actually can see you actually received the vaccine? Do you have some sort of anything? I have a video of me receiving said vaccine. Okay. Let's um, have a look. Let's see if there's anything here. I don't even. Oh, she's actually showing us Ryan. She's showing us her actual arm that she received the vaccine. I viewed the video that she's talking about. We haven't verified that the needle actually went into her arm, but I'm here now. I do see a red dot. There's a red dot. Is that a red? Is that from your vaccine? I... Have you injected any other drugs in your arm? Nope. That's unverified. If she's a drug addict. Oh, okay. Um, okay. How are you feeling? Um, not like a drug addict. Horrible? Just fine. The vaccine is making you feel terrible. Did you have crazy body shakes? I had a small headache and took two Advil and felt much better. The So the videos that we're seeing crop up online um, of the people that have full body shakes now. Is it, who's that tag? Is that... That's Tammy. Oh, You're thought, actually in. It's going off on your phone as well. It's I thought. Chat. I thought it was Bill Gates. No, no that's, that's. Did you receive any money for getting this the shot, and being able to talk freely with the media? Um, I think that work paid me for going because it was on my work time. So you have received money. Breaking news! Breaking news from the field, Ryan. I'm going to have to get back to you. I'm going to look into this. All right, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for checking in on this. This is uh, very, very important. Very important thing. What a fucking peach, indeed. <laughs> yeah. How did that feel having having anti-vax Ryan follow you around for the entire day? Um. Well, he yeah. wasn't with you when you went for the shot, though. You went with uh, a coworker this time. No. Yeah. I went alone. Yeah, with a blue line coworker. It was fine. Everything was. good. Was it Blue Line or was it the other one? No, it was the other Hamilton one. Cab? Was Hamilton. Yeah. You're a jerk. We made Ashley take a cab to get her vaccine because I didn't want to be anywhere near her just in case she has some 5G radiation coming oh off of her. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that poor cab driver. He was worried about me not being able to have kids. Maybe I fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I hope so. <laughs> I just think it's funny that... Uh, Thanks for commenting on my uterus, by the way, strangers. You're listening out there. Oh yeah, no kidding. What the fuck was that? Was that? that? Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Can we talk about that just for a second? Oh Do you God. mind talking about no, that or no? Not. So Ashley gets in. Uh, the only reason why she took a cab was because she, originally she was scheduled. She had an actual pre-scheduled appointment for her second vaccine, and she took um, a cab to get her vaccine because they literally had to phone and say, "Hey." We have people that aren't either showing up or we've underbooked. And if you'd like to come early, you can. And I work from home. 
So I can't just at the drop of a dime leave and go and do anything. Well, yeah, and at this point you've already um, driven a half an hour. Well, no. Both it ways regardless, to drop so, me off so anyway, and... you 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 ended up having to take a cab because the they said, yeah, you can come. Your counterpart that was supposed to drive you that day. Yeah, I even asked. I was like, did they call you? Like, <laughs> and they didn't call her. But that's how horrible it is in long-term care facilities right now. Like, people are literally living off of Facebook and YouTube fucking garbage. Yeah. And they're not going to get the vaccine. Yeah. I, I was going to say, the lady that I was supposed to go with, I know she ended up going for her scheduled appointment later in the right. day. Right. Without was, you. Just, yeah, which was, you know, stellar. We're all... We're all very proud of ourselves, the ones who have actually gone and done the thing. And I'll, this is where I'll give I'll give credit to the, uh, the 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 place that you work at for like literally saying go. We'll pay for the cab oh, yeah, ride the there and the cab ride back. Yep. Did you end up stopping to get McDonald's on the way home? Nope. What'd you do? Did you call Uber? Yep. You you could have saved like five bucks having that cab. Do you have any idea how fast I wanted to get out of that guy's car? <laughs> and this is why. And this is this is why. Uh, so what did you guys talk about about the vaccine when yeah, you were in the well, cab? Yeah. Speaking of YouTube and Facebook memes. Well, it's 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 currently the vaccination center, so it's like obvious. The only one where I'm really. being picked up from when I'm being picked up. Right? Of course. It's, there's no denying that you just got me at the front door of the jabby yep. jab place. So um, I jump in and. You know, hello, sir. How are you today? And we exchange general pleasantries and explain where I'm going. Right. And um, he's like, so um, you had that done today, eh? Yep. Yep. Second dose. Uh, feeling good. Everything went well. So you're not worried? And I was like, I'm about what? Like, <laughs> like spiders or like this cab crashing? Like, what do you have in mind? And, the uh, gross state of your cab, sir. Yes, yeah. I'm very worried about that, right? actually. <laughs> Why is the plexiglass that's between <laughs> us covered in fingerprints? Why does it look like the sneeze guard at an Applebee's Who salad bar? <laughs> no, don't. You know what? Don't tell me. Just please fucking clean it. Anyway, and I like I like the little hole that he cut in it so people could give things to him. It was oh, like good. this kind of fucking defeats the purpose of the thing, but a little bit. Yeah, I'll just keep my mask on. This was Hamilton cab. Yeah, and Did just you catch the cab number by any chance. A little ball. No, but work would have it. <laughs> I'm just just being a dick. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyway, I'm oh, sorry. actually, no, I do because they text you and tell you what cab is coming. <laughs> oh my god, I we can totally that. out you, you piece of shit. I have this, and I'll tell you, and and I'm not just saying you're a piece of shit because you're a cab driver. The reason why you're a piece of shit is why, actually. Well, he started asking if I wasn't like, you know, like, do you have kids? No. Um, aren't you worried about your future children? And I was like, well, no. No, I'm not because I'm not planning on having them. So that would be that would be odd. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's a decision that I'm I'm pretty damn firm in. I'll be 31 shortly. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I look like I'm 12 occasionally, apparently, to some people. So um, I guess this guy got really upset at the thought of um, my uterus being, like, permanently unoccupied. Right, um, because you're not having children. Yeah, like, and I was, uh, like I said, he's the one driving, and it's like, okay, you know what? This doesn't need, like, we're, we don't need to be friends by the no. end of this, basically. Like, let's just get where I'm going. Of course. So basically, I got, like, a 15-minute lecture from a fucking stranger, a perfect about stranger. why you should be With a fucking children. penis about, yeah, exactly what I need to be doing with my, my reproductive organs. And I was just like, well, aren't you, aren't you a delight? This is great. And he was, oh, is your husband okay with this? And I was like, my husband. Absolutely not. He beats you every evening because yeah. of your decision. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's that's your. But with a sack of sweet <laughs> Valencia oranges. <laughs> that's your. Teaches that's your you anti- a lesson, but it doesn't leave a bruise. Not me, but your anti-vax husband does that. Yes, yes, yeah. anti-vax Ryan, not you. Oh Should we God. check on anti-vax Ryan in the field and see how he's doing? I guess. So. All right, let's let's find out because I think the dog has to pee, so we should probably let him out. <laughs> That's the nice thing about doing podcasts from home. Anti-vax Ryan, what's going on in the field, please? Ryan, I've stepped away from uh, Ashley. I'm uh, now going through some financial statements. 
uh, to find out exactly what's going on here with this vaccine rollout. And uh, at this point, it's very early. It's very, very premature. But all we're seeing is a lot of Lululemon purchases. Um, I see some McDonald's and um, I see coffee. Lots of... Lot. It's, a, it's actually an inordinate amount of coffee that she buys um, while she's out. Even though there's coffee. I can clearly see coffee in their house. I don't understand why she's buying so much coffee while she's outside. This might be some sort of an offshore thing. We haven't confirmed that yet. But we will be looking into it a little deeper. Ryan, back to you. Uh, I'll, I'll break in if I have anything new. Thank you. Ryan, thank you very much. I'm so glad that we, uh, we've got somebody like you on the ground. And uh, if, it, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't know the truth behind these vaccines. And they are absolutely, totally dangerous, 100%, as you can tell, because Ashley has disappeared. She's no longer here in the podcast. Ashley? Oh, what do you know? She's not here. <laughs> She's upstairs. She's let the dog out for a pee. And I can hear them coming back. Um, so... As no. we were saying, <laughs> no. we're live producing this, so I had to kind of vamp there, and I'm fucking horrible at it. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, you I left the headphones wireless on. headphones. Oh, <laughs> so, so you should have let you flounder for another minute. Once you, re- yeah, I would have flopped like a fish out of water. It was. Uh, it Start was playing the Jeopardy music. And- I, I, I have beds. I have music beds all over here that I could have played. I could have played anything. Don't, doesn't touch don't a button. Threaten me. Don't threaten Likes me with a good time. Like the sound of his own voice. Yeah, don't don't threaten me with a good time. See, I can play Be sure this. to check us out on I social media anything. at the sheeple. I can play oh fucking whatever you want. <laughs> so tell us again, what um, did you learn from uh, your your obstetrician cab driver? Um. <laughs> Quite literally, stay in your lane, sir. Yeah, no shit, though. Yeah, no shit. I, was, I didn't ask can, him can anything tell- personal about himself, like if he had children or was planning on having children or what, what he does with his penis. I, I just want to know why people think, and I'm not just talking about guys, and, and I, I understand, I don't understand, I do understand, it's, but I don't. It's more frequently women, in fact, it is. That do it. it really is, but why do men have any sort of uh, opinion over what a lady does with her uterus for one and for two generally why do men or women have the audacity to ask anybody what they want to do when it comes to family planning Mm -hmm. like do you ask like okay margaret does your husband pull out of your snatch when he comes like that does anybody ask like it's very forward isn't it it's it's like the minute you get married it's just like so um, when, when are you, you going to start having you, unprotected sex? Yeah, when are you gonna when are you gonna fertilize eggs with your husband's cum? You know what I mean? Like seriously, like that. If you literally went to somebody in their face and asked them that question, everybody around them would be like, "Holy fucking shit! What's wrong?" I was going to say beverages would fall from hands. Yeah, no, nobody would understand. Somebody, it. if there were any pearls in the room to be clutched, they, they would, would be, be clutched. clutched with both hands. Oh, oh. but. All of a sudden, if we just say, hey, when are you planning on having children? It's fine. It's nice and soft. And it's a nice question. Apparently a nice question. It's not a nice question to ask, especially when there's people that have compromised reproductive systems. Oh, for yeah, one, absolutely. Or for two, they just don't want to fucking have kids. It's not for so everybody. So it's none of your goddamn business. Like, no why shit, do though. people think that it's okay to ask this? Yeah, shit? like just just because just because you're a woman doesn't mean you actually have to have children. Like, it's not. No, like, it's not your it's job. It's not like any duty that you're you've been put here for. Absolutely, if you want to live your life for fucking kittens and cupcakes. That's totally <laughs> on you. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. You're a loser, it's, but well, you're a loser without kids, and that's fine. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to be a happy fucking loser without kids. I'm totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I totally, I totally agree. Yeah, your kid's pretty rocking. Like, I came I don't feel into unfulfilled. this marriage with um, a very, very capable and awesome 
bundle of joy that has already been through the diaper stages. Yeah, and absolutely. Through the screams. Yeah, Keely was like eight when I showed up. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, it was cool. So you're more than welcome to um, to assume um, stepmothership of of Kaylee, and she loves you, and we're happy. We're happy as like a dad and a daughter with our choice of a stepmother. Thank you. Right. It, uh, but do you hear the way I'm saying it? It sounds so fucking horrible. So why would it, why would it, like, I just don't understand why people make it their business. My favorite, I think one of the best, one of the best digs I ever got for not being a parent mm-hmm. was um, not where I currently work, but at a previous job. I uh, I was on the floor and that's uh, right. I do remember this. Yeah, well, I, I, I I can see your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I know this is a podcast. There's no video on this one, but I can see. She just looked at me and she gave me that look, and I'm like, I know exactly the story. Oh yeah, because I, I probably bitched about it for like three oh, weeks. Oh my god, it was like, so good. The lion, the witch, and the audacity of this bitch. Yeah, uh, exactly. I could not get over this shit. Yep. So it was Mother's Day, and I was working, and Mother's Day is always delightful. And I like to extend Mother's Day greetings to all sorts of people. Of course, because and, and especially you, in, like the, in where you are, because there a lot of them are moms. Like and, the, the, and the not residents. only that, well, and and you know and your staff, uh, your coworkers as well. Yeah, and if you're absolutely. not, you know what? I'm sure you've been um, maternal to something in your life to some degree, whether it's like a fur baby, yeah, or like, like what, a dog or a whatever cat. it is to you that brings you fucking joy, or with your but, cat, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? Get a like, dog. Like I just think. You know, fuck it. It's it's a day for moms, it's a day for kidding, women, and I way. think that it, there's nothing wrong with like a blanket acknowledgement. Absolutely. So I came into work and it was like, oh, you know, good morning, everybody, and happy Mother's Day, ladies, and like you know, I hope so very bell of you. Hope everybody has a great day. I know. There goes the baker, <laughs> the tray, like always. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking Ashley prances into the room. I'm telling yeah. you, she's a ray of disgusting, vomitous sunshine That's every right. day, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. They pay me to do it. It's amazing. It's nice. They should actually put that on your name tag. I'll take it. Yeah. I might just find a, like a little Disney sticker. <laughs> just be like our little little wink and a nod there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I came into work and I, you know, good morning. Happy Mother's Day. And one of the ladies pipes up. She's, oh, yeah. Um Happy Mother's Day. Like, do you have, like, a dog or something? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, Happy oh, Mother's fuck. Day. Do you have a Tamagotchi? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> did you kill it? It was, yeah, like, it multiple died. times. Fucking. That, po- that poor thing. Between 1995 and 1997, that shit died, like, 1,500 times, and then it just got lost at the bottom of a shoebox in a move or something sad. Step aside, John Wayne Gacy. It was, it was bad. Serial killer Ashley with mm. her Tamagotchi has you. Pet it. Pet it. Let it shit. Kill it. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so what was said to you? She asked, this is so she good. Asked me if I had a fucking dog, like it was just like that's but the then, only capacity. It yeah. I said, and I said to her, "Well, I said my dog is fantastic. I do. I love my dog. He's my baby." I said, but um, he didn't make me a card. I said, but my stepdaughter did. It was really nice, <laughs> and she just. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I I was just like when you can make somebody back the fuck up with just words. It's my favorite thing in the world, especially when you're not being like. There's no animosity in your reply. It's just matter of fact. Like you just state a fact, and you watch somebody just hit a brick wall. They just hit the fucking wall. It's so good. I, you know what, though? It was one of those things where, like, I also hit the wall, and I don't think I even realized what I said until I walked away, and then I was just like, I don't even know who the cunt is at this point. Like, that was so... Ooh. We have a lot to get to in this show. So, speaking of hitting the wall, let's hit the wall with this vaccine and find out what's going on, because obviously you're sitting here. Obviously, you're upright and retaining fluids. Mm-hmm. There's no puddles on the floor. No. Everything's fine. No puddles. You're just doing well. Not like and old yellow. I just want to know exactly what anti-vax Ryan did come up with. Can you figure this phone out? I don't know if you guys can hear this, but My Ashley Ashley has locked. no idea what's going on with her phone charger, and she doesn't turn her sound off, so it just makes sounds and vibrates all over the table. You're witnessing a domestic dispute on the Sheeple Shepherd podcast. Horton hears domestic violence. Doesn't Horton hears a husband beating his wife on the radio. There's two sides to every story, says Horton. Ryan, what's going on in the field? Ryan, what's We're going on? We're having hard times trying to find any sort of financial ties to this vaccine and Ashley. 
Ashley, is there anything, anything at all that you think that you might want to say to people who are um, brainwashed enough to go and get this vaccine? Good for you. Um, clinic's super clean. I hope you have a great time in there. You're not worried about being tracked by the government. I'm holding a fucking iPhone. I fail to see how that has any... Steve Jobs was not involved. This is Bill Gates we're speaking about. I had to explain this to somebody else already, but Steve Jobs has actually been dead for a decade. He's not responsible for anything. I'm a, Gates, I'm a reporter. Bill Gates is a nice fucking dude. I'm just reporting the facts, ma'am. I have, I have reason to believe that he's done a lot of good things. What? The billions and billions of dollars that he gives to multiple charities over the last 30 years? Something like that. Fake news. Fake news. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Things are getting hostile here on the ground, Ryan. I'm going to have to throw it back to you for now. Understandable, Ryan. I totally get it. There's only so much we can do when it comes to field reporting. Pretty sure I was trying to get laundry up the stairs at that point. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know how to stop this. I don't know why it keeps just playing back and forth. It's pretty dope. You hear this? It's a like shark? a remix. A shark coming. I don't know oh, what's no. going on here. Out of the Are we going to? Water. Oh, hey, let's go back. Do you have something to say, Ryan, in the field? Ryan, we've been on the ground here for weeks now since Ashley's first vaccination, just to see if we could spot anything out of the ordinary. And it's very, ex I don't want to use the word exciting, but it's very um, revealing when we see uh, activity, especially when she's speaking with co-conspirators in the vaccine movement, uh, which she's doing right now in the background. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's, uh, it's, I think it's being shrouded by happiness. Really? And normalcy by her and somebody else that also received the vaccine from early reports that we're getting. I don't have a name. I don't have a name on this. We're going to, um, we're going to get closer shortly and find out what's going on okay let us know because i'm 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 actually really really interested in what's going on um I, I now I especially that we have a co-conspirator in this <laughs> vaccine scandal i was trying to listen to what i was saying in the background because i know what i was doing when you were bothering me and i'm like just your Mary excuse Poppins. me who anti-vax ryan was bothering you i'm pro-vax <sighs> i think this guy in the field is just reporting the other side of the Is he paying story. any portion of the bills, by the way? Like, I just... What's going on with that? We're going to talk about the bills in a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, um... I'm, there's another Ryan in the house, I just, I'd like him to fucking contribute to something. Yeah, the other... That other Ryan in the house can find us a new house to live in. That'd be yeah. great. You shut the fucking lights off. <laughs> bud. Bud. If you're not using it. Yeah. Yeah, put it, put it down. Put it down. So, as we were saying, <laughs> the the absolute train wreck of a segue that was. Hi. Um, the nice thing about having a podcast is it, it, it gives you a very, and as much as you'd like to think it's a very strong voice, it's a very limited voice, and usually it's it it, it pertains to people around you. And I understand we have we ha we get analytics from our podcast, and we have listeners in Russia. We have listeners in Ireland. We have listeners in America. Hi, guys. And we also All have listeners here, obviously, in Canada. Our, our our biggest demographic is Canadian women, believe it or not. Hi. Yeah, and Hello, it's a it's a ladies. it's an age range of uh, I could pull it up. I think it's like twenty twenty nine to forty five or something. Women listen to this. Sounds like my kind of age range. I think they're listening to you. Hello. You are literally what holds this thing together ashley is the glue i'm pretty cute too um if anybody was yeah, wondering well, let her tell you all about that mm -hmm. let's uh mm -hmm. let's hear you talk more about you that'd be great okay <laughs> anyhow um but i'm sure this is probably a thing that's happening in a lot of places and it's not just regionally here so we live very close to Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And Toronto is, when anybody says Canada around the world, the first thing they... They don't think about Ottawa. They don't think about our nation's capital. They think about Toronto because of the 
CN Tower, and they think of the Toronto Blue Jays, and they think of just Tor- Toronto is our hub. It really is. It's yeah. our as as much as and especially when you're from where like we were from totally Hamilton. Avoided the Leafs. That was fucking glorious. Fuck the Leafs. Yeah, exactly. But we're from Hamilton, and we inherently like you. Literally, when you're born out of the uterus that the woman chooses to have a baby out of, like we spoke about earlier, mm-hmm. chooses. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The woman chooses, right? Got it. <laughs> um, you, you, if if you want to live, if you don't want your doctor to actually, because the doctor will physically choke your neck until you die, if you're from Hamilton and you say that you don't hate Toronto, like you have to say it, like, and it doesn't matter if you're seven seconds old, you have to say fuck Toronto, mm-hmm. Hogtown mm-hmm. sucks, you know, like that's just it's. I'd rather be a DNA. tiger than a fucking Argonaut. Yeah, something. Yeah. Something on that level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Toronto got their revenge on our little um, happy and joyful and jovial, I'll say, uh, rivalry. And they got their revenge on us by fucking our entire real estate market. It's been... <laughs> it's been spiraling out of control for um i would say like, over a decade yeah well yeah. Uh, especially the last five years or so absolutely it's, just, it's gotten out of well, even hand. more than that it's been um, it's been happening since before you and i even got married and um <sighs> back in the day when you could buy a house in this city for 250 to three hundred fifty thousand dollars, a modest home those houses are now three quarters of a million dollars so it's not like they're any nicer they're just they're just more expensive. It puts people like us in the precarious position of renting. And Ashley and I have rented our entire um, life together. Mm-hmm. I rented my entire life prior to Ashley. Yes, indeed. And um, the, the, the chances of being from Hamilton and cracking into the Hamilton real estate market are slim to none unless you want to live down next to DeFasco or Stelco in a shack for $500,000. And that's all because of what's going on in um, the Toronto market. And Toronto can't afford its own market, so they've moved here. And they've gentrified our entire city. And don't get me wrong, I think it's great. I do like it. I think it's progressive. Um, From a financial standpoint, I will totally... Um, stand behind them and say, good for you. I'm glad you've got yourselves a house, but you fucked me on the way here. <laughs> and uh, Real good. Yeah. So that puts us in that, that position to have to rent. And I'm fine with it. I don't mind having that peace of mind going to bed at night and knowing that if my roof does start to leak, I don't have to dump $10,000 new a new roof. Nope. I can just call somebody and say nope. the roof is leaking. Fix it. Sounds like a homeowner problem to me. If the basement floods out like we had happened last year, right at the beginning of COVID, <sighs> I make one phone call. Our and next good. thing you know, there is a plumber here on somebody else's dime. Mm-hmm. And these are the things we pay for. So along with that should come some security. So the Ontario Rental Tribunal, or whatever they want to call themselves, does offer these nice um, <clears throat> securities and insurances yeah. to renters. And it is. It's very renter heavy when it comes to legislation and, and it comes to rules and everything else. And that's great, usually, um, until you get assholes like us that are just have big hearts and don't listen to the rules and listen to the emotions of our landlord who has a problem. So full disclosure, two or three years ago, Ashley and I rented a house down on the East end of our city. And we had chats with our landlord when we were approved and that it was our house. And we said, the first thing that came out of our mouths was, we don't want to go anywhere anytime soon. We'd like to make this our own, paint the walls our colors, do our own thing, fix up the yard, make it a nice place. And uh, she she was absolutely ecstatic with renters like us. Yep. 
pay the rent on time, if not early, you know, like just like people that were just very low maintenance people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. When, when, we don't even when, run. When small bullshit happens, yeah, we fix say. it ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we don't we don't run to them every time a no, fucking light bulb burns out not. or something. Like it's not like that. It's if it's if it's a moderate fix, we will do it ourselves. Yeah, totally. And that was great for six months. And here in Ontario, you actually when you when you sign a lease with somebody, it's it's for a minimum of a year, and after that, they can't ask for any more. They have to go month to month, and that's for the protection of the renter. And I get that, but I wish that wasn't a thing. I wish there was an option right in the beginning when we came into it and said, "No, I'd rather on the landlord's side of things to protect them, even to give them a little more peace of mind for us." I would totally sign a five-year lease yeah. or a 10-year lease or yeah. anything with the increases in cost of living and whatever. We Like, we're not, we're not fucking, we're not destitute. We can fucking handle increases as they come along. And yeah. we get it. We understand how inflation works. We get raises at work. And with the raises, yeah, they might not match a whole lot. But as long as you, you have a, a your initial offer or your initial... Um, agreement offers room for that then yeah let it go so her first landlord ends up calling us six months into our lease and says um yeah my husband is a a (laughs) my husband's a closet cocaine addict and he's blown through like fifty thousand dollars of our savings i don't have anything left in my name i'm divorcing him and i need the house back to sell because i have nothing Except for a brand new baby. And a, br- <clears throat> and a, and, and a 12-year-old. And, and a 12-year-old. Exactly. So and I'm not going to name, obviously, names. And, and she I, was a lovely lady. Have, and, she, and don't get me wrong. If for somehow she does end up hearing this, we loved you. We thought you were fantastic. And that's why we, we just decided, okay, no problem. We even gave you our trusted, beautiful friend, of a, uh, I'll give her a plug. It's Kim Eeler here in the city. Kim Eeler from from uh, Keller Williams, mm-hmm. fantastic real estate yeah, agent. Yeah, no kidding. Like like you couldn't ask for a more full service, twenty four seven available no person. No kidding. Yeah. And and again, this isn't a paid plug. Apparently, I was learning some things about laws about podcasts. By the way, I have to say that this is not a paid advertisement. I'm just saying that because she's a friend and she's fantastic. Like she is. Look at what she's doing for us right now. Yeah, no kidding. You know, so again, not our problem, but she ends up having to sell the house and six months into our one year lease. So we end up here where we are now, where we're actually yeah. we're recording this broadcast from the basement of the house that we now are in for the next who knows long, how long. I'm guessing maybe a month left now. Yeah. Because we've again had a marital dispute happen with our landlords that has nothing to fucking do with us. Yeah, we're doing great. Yeah, we're okay. Every time we just sit back and look and go, okay, you guys are, your world's exploding. And now all of a sudden it's our problem. Mm -hmm. So now we're leaving the Sheeple Shepherd podcast studios, (laughs) which is also known as our house. Um, because of somebody else's fucking problem and I'm, I'm done with it. I'm so done with it. I'm especially now with, with COVID going on, we are in, 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 and this is, this is where I'm trying to say, we don't have this in our blood to be assholes and yeah, we could not malicious be, people. No. And we could be dicks. We could totally be like, there's a pandemic and the government has our back. We don't have to leave. But I also don't want to see somebody else on the street because of it. And yeah. it is technically not our house. Yeah. And so morally. Law states that we could squat down and tell them to piss it off. It really does. We're just not those, those and there's, people. There's a lot of monetary fucking advantages and gains that we could be taking advantage of that we aren't. We just are tired of of how this is working. So we're we're moving. All right. We'll go. The studios are moving. So if you notice in the next couple of episodes that they may be dated or they may be like, why are they talking about that? They are definitely pre-recorded episodes. And uh, I don't know what they're going to be about at this point, but we're going to try and put a bunch in the can before we have to move. And, and paint again. Hopefully in the spring, we will have a new spot 
a long-term spot with a commercially run real estate company that owns private investments in homes for long-term that we don't have to fucking move out of again in three years. <laughs> I will fight a landlord. Twice in three years. I will throw hands. Tiny so, hands. If you're hearing some angst and some frustration in their voices, that's where it's coming from. Fuck. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love this place. Like, this was such a cool fucking spot. No shit, We though. really fucking lucked out. But yeah. we're finding places in our neighborhood. We found three so far within a two-block radius. Yeah, we, uh, we have like prospects. That, like, like, it is literally. And, and we're putting on the fucking, oh, we're slapping <sighs> it on thick with these people. Like, it's like the biggest sob story without a sob story. It's just like, I'm, and but if you think about it, it's not. It really is just the facts. It's like, We're I just nice want to pay you money. We just keep getting fucked. <laughs> I just want to give you the money forever. And as long as you give me the house forever, I'll just keep giving you the fucking money. How hard is that? Wow, that's such a good deal. I don't know. Speaking of hard, we should probably check in in the field with Ryan, oh. anti-vax Ryan, see how he did with Ashley with her uh, second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Ryan, what's going on? Please. Ryan, are you there? Ryan, at this point, the only thing that we can determine is she's on FaceTime or some sort of communication device, possibly on a secured line between vaccination recipients. And she's still talking. And maybe in code, we can't really crack that code yet, exactly what they're saying. But she's talking into her phone. On 5G, I would imagine. Probably really good 5G. But the closer I get, the more I'll have to report. I'll let you know. You can hear her. You can hear from here, but our parabolic mic is not working at this point, but I'll get back to you as I can crawl up closer. Find okay. out what's going on. Be careful. conspirator conversation. Please. Back to you. Yeah, no. Just be careful. Whatever you do. Don't, don't, don't put yourself at risk, okay? What the hell is wrong with you? Why are you shaking your head? It's not me. It's anti-vax Ryan. It's Sneaking not. Sneaking up on me while I'm chatting with my girlfriends. Pro-vax Ryan. <sighs> Enough about that are you okay i'm great 100 yes there's no no deviating from the fact that you are healthy happy and vaccinated that's correct correct yes i don't understand why we're still getting to the point where people are foaming at the mouth about this vaccine. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm wondering if if this isn't it. And if maybe the world's not a little too densely populated, perhaps. You think this is... You, and I think that maybe... This is philosophically it's be somehow... the survival of the fittest. And if you're not coming with, then maybe you're not coming with. If maybe we, you shouldn't be if coming we, with. If we can't protect you, because there's people that deserve to be protected, obviously, and given a fighting chance. Absolutely. And that's, you know, why why we do things like this, to, you know, to actually protect the people that we, we want to protect. That's why science is on yeah, our exactly. side. Correct. So if there's people that don't want to believe in that shit, yeah, totally fucking let them die in the wastelands <laughs> together. Yeah. Wow, eh? Yeah. Wow, you went there. That yeah. was like 110. Yeah, full Stephen King send you, send you west. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm sure that means something in Stephen King-lish. Nice. Is that Kinglish? Sure. Look at that, Stephen yeah, Kinglish. I like it. We've come up with a, a vernacular. Yeah, no, you don't want to be doing vocabulary. Like, like Roland, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is This is from your nerdy book. Yeah, you were supposed to read it, but... What was your nerdy book called? It's the Dark Tower series. The Dark Tower series. <laughs> Go ahead, what? nerd. No, no tell us all about I'm it. Good. Fucking nerd. No, no, I gotta find us a house to live in. No, it's hot. It's hot when you talk nerdy. Mm. Talk nerdy to me, you Hi. hot nerdy three titted bitch <sighs> with your vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just kidding. She doesn't have three tits. 
I um, barely have two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just went to go and, and play the last clip of anti-vax Ryan, and I, I threw my entire screen of icons over because <laughs> I coughed and laughed and had my finger on the button. Not even sorry. No, I. but guess what? Take that. I found him. Excellent. And he has something to report. Oh, should sure we check he in with him? does. Oh, of course. Yeah, we should see what he has to Never say. Never a dull moment with this guy. Anti-vax Ryan, what's going on? I'm right beside her, and she's still talking to this person. I can hear them. I can hear them talking right now. Ashley. Yeah. Ashley, Ryan, anti-vax Ryan here. Hello. Who are you speaking with? I'm speaking with a friend of mine. Um, I, I understand this person is also a recipient of a vaccine. Fully vaccinated. As of today. Are you guys speaking about the 5G technology that's now inside of your arm? We are not. No. No, sorry. Not at all. What are you guys talking? What are you talking? It must be something to do with George Soros, right? Boys and ukuleles and puppies and... Oh, speaking of puppies, he's right on top of me now. Dog just crawling. Okay, I need to know... Uh, you, you have to come clean now. Are you guys experiencing any sort of crazy side effects? Uh, nope. Still, uh... No. Still the exact same. Yeah, still still two nipples and two arms. Yeah, still die. Oh, yeah. Still the same. Yeah. yeah, no change. No. Ryan, they're still holding their story from the field here. I have nothing to report at this point, but I will get back to you if I do have anything at all. Back Good. to you. Good, yeah, please. No, keep on that, Ryan, because I, I, I'm not convinced that there isn't three tits. Wow. Well, if you're talking about my friend and I, there'd be four, really. <laughs> There's four tests between There'd us. There'd be six. No, because there's no the third hitty. They did say in that, and I, I did hear, I did hear that, that there was no. <laughs> this is why it's not a video podcast. Exactly. She's literally showed me her boobs. Yeah. There's only two. There's only two. Of these. They're nice though. Thank you. <laughs> It's um, it's a little chilly. In the you basement. said it right in the uh, in the uh, interview though that there was no you can yeah the um you said that there was no third nipple right in the interview so I totally uh, it's been confirmed. I agree. I agree. I have now witnessed it firsthand For on science. the air with Provax Ryan to be able to tell you that there Tits is no for science. There- there is no third nipple. So I think this is a great way to close that out. <laughs> this entire Ryan's show. brain doesn't work anymore. Yeah, no, I saw boobs. I gotta go. This is uh this enough. Sorry guys. <laughs> guys, thank you so much. Stick around. And as we said, please stick with us if there is some weird uh you hear us talking about you know, like the Bernie Sanders memes that are going around. If we happen to be talking about those again in like three weeks from now when they're not an issue, it's just because we've pre-recorded some shows just to keep the podcast going while we try to figure out our fucking living situation because we don't know where we're going. But we'll land. I know we will. On our feet like cats. And we will keep you guys updated on where we go. Um, Side note, if anybody yeah. knows where to get a pair of the uh, Bernie Sanders mittens... Please let us know. Absolutely. Um, we, we would, would love, uh, love a couple pairs of mittens if those are available, like an Etsy shop somewhere. If you know somebody that's making pimp replicas, please let us know. I want one of those um, dolls that we saw tonight. And that's what I was just going to say. Ryan saw a fully crocheted uh, Bernie. I don't know how the hell this person banged this thing out this fast, but oh it my was God. really, really well done. It was done. perfect with the mittens yeah, and the oh, mask. And, and the jacket, everything. Yeah, everything. everything. Was perfect. So um, if you can either um, knit or crochet him a Bernie on a bench looking pissed off with his mittens. I will put a Sheeple Shepherd logo on Bernie's jacket and he will be our mascot if I can find one. I think you should Photoshop him into the logo. I think Bernie Sanders is Canadian and he's just hiding in the States trying to Canadianize them. I don't know. He's pretty mad. Canadize? Canadianize? What would it be? Canadize or Canadianize? Canadianize, right? Yeah, I think it'd be Canadianize. Yeah. Right. That socialist commie. That socialist commie. All uh, what a piece of shit wanting equitable health care and garbage, garbage good thing human for people. Being. Good for you, Bernie. You can move here. We'll take you. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about um, 
insurrection uh, uh, issues on the next one, I'm sure. Uh, they're, they're talking about uh, Congress uh, and the Senate coming together to figure out what's going on. The Congress is sending the impeachment for the peach man uh, next week, I believe on Monday. Uh, I'm sure we'll have something to say about that. And if it just happens to be that uh, either A, he doesn't get charged or he does get convicted and you hear us talking about it and we don't know what we're talking about because it sounds like we're five days behind, it's because we are, because we're looking for somewhere to live, because we're homeless. We're nice people. (laughs) We both work full time. Right? We don't deserve this. God damn it. We won't keep it about us, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one, I am sure. Uh, Be safe. Be smart. Anything else, Um, my dear? Wash your fucking hands. Right? God damn. You guys are gross. Stop touching your face. Stop touching your mask. And wash your fucking hands. If you need to take your mask off, take your mask off by the ear loops. And you should probably sanitize your hands immediately afterwards still. It's Pandemic Tips with Ashley. Take care. Thanks, Ashley. It's fantastic of you. Anytime. You're so helpful. (laughs) Still happening. Clearly somebody's not getting the fucking point. (laughs) Be sure to check us out on social media at The Sheeple Shepherd on Facebook and Instagram. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor FM, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thanks for tuning in. Wash your fucking hands. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.